Lowry, the cold splash of the pig's wheel, the seeping of mud through the ill-fashioned shoes, the acrid billows of smoke that poured from the unseasoned timber on the hearth, and I salute my mother. Honour, if not love, was her meed from me. These discomforts, of course, I shared, as I did the labours, as soon as I left infancy behind— but the story of the battle and the rebellion and the punishment that followed was told me instead of the charms and rhymes and fairy tales with which other children are entertained. I have tried not to let bitterness colour my recollection of those early days. Later on I met many English people, and some were good, some bad, as might be said of the people of any nation. But the stories were told to me bitterly, for my mother— who disliked the Scottish people, hated and loathed the English, and if, on a day when the broth was thin or there was none at all, someone had offered her a saddle of mutton fed on the succulent pastures of England, she would have turned away her head in scorn. Or if, on a wet day when the snow-water irked her chilblains, she had been presented with a pair of the shoes that the English make so well and told— "'Here are English shoes for you,' she would have flung them in the speaker's face, so bitter was her hatred. And if I am less bitter, I must remember that I did not see Braid Lowry burned, I did not know the galling descent from affluence and honour to penury and obscurity. Looking back, indeed, I wonder less at her implacable hatred than at my father's imperturbable calm.' It must, surely it must, have maddened him to see his beautiful, tenderly nurtured wife tending swine and chopping logs. Her infrequent yet fiery complaints must have cut him to the quick and found a doubly painful echo there. For he, after all, had brought her out of France. He had chosen to fight the losing battle. It was his ill fortune that she bore as she bore his name. Yet never once did I hear an ill-natured or whining word cross his lips. He sat by the smoking hearth, a rug over his shattered limbs, and unless his hands were engaged in one of the tame tasks that mother found for him, he was busy with his books. He had very few. His small precious collection had been consumed in the fire, and he depended upon a few stray volumes that had come by chance into his hands. He taught me to read and to count, and would have opened to me the mysteries of Latin and Greek, but that I was unscholarly and too often busy or tired to pay much heed. It was never he who told me about the battle or the burning. I sometimes wonder how that story would have sounded with its violence and colour sieved through his mild and reasonable mind. Sometimes, but very seldom, when mother rated me for some task neglected or badly done, he would say in his gentle voice, "'He's but a child yet. Let him be young while he may.' I was never grateful for his intervention. It shamed me. I had far rather that mother should consider me an idle and wanton youth than that father should remark upon my tender years.' and as I grew I became conscious of a certain contempt for him, so helpless, so resigned, so dependent upon that iron woman, his wife. 
But later on, much later, grown myself to manhood, I dimly appreciated the quality that was in him, the man who, having given all that he had in a cause that he considered just, could sit down in the long afterwards without self-pity, without complaint, and without despair. Sired and mothered thus, I should have been other than I am. At what age I was when the legend of Braid Lowry first laid hold upon me I cannot remember, but it was well established by the time that I was twelve. I used to pause in my tasks to stare at the blackened walls, the blank windows that looked like the eyes of dead men, the tragic crumbling chimney stacks, and dream of the house as it had been, proud and strong, beautiful in its strength and its completeness. Lights would shine for me from those windows, the dead chimneys smoked, music sounded as the pipers went round the table where the silver dishes gleamed.